Okay, we're good. Let's begin. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Benny and the Moose Podcast. On this week's episode, ML, we've got the start of MLB to go through. We've NBA season has ended going through the last games and setting up for playoffs, along with playoff predictions for the full playoffs. That will also keep track round by round and do round by round as we go along, probably. And also NFL news, which hasn't been much, but whatever has happened uh, since last episode. Let's get into it. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to to episode 28 of Benny in the Booth podcast. Thank you so much for the support to this point. I do appreciate it very much. We are actually, I think, still almost at, we're actually five, the jam, five away from uh, 90 subscribers, so keep it going. Very much appreciate the support. Um, to give a bit of context, obviously, uh, this week's episode is A, day earlier, and B, timing-wise, is a lot earlier. Um, the reason for both is that tomorrow I'm actually going to be traveling to Baltimore to go to the Orioles game. Uh, yes, you're probably, you might tell me if you're a baseball fan, but don't the Orioles stink? Like, aren't they a bad team? And my response will be, yes, but this is a ballpark I've been waiting a long time to get off my list of wanting to go to a lot, if not all the ballparks. And I'm finally stepping up and getting it done. Um, I'm going to be there Tuesday's game. Uh, if you're there, maybe come bump into me, maybe bump into each other. Uh, but I'm going to be there first Tuesday against Milwaukee. Um, but that is, that's why it's a day earlier. I was pondering doing it Wednesday, but then I saw like NBA playoffs like start, I think, even like Let's see. The playing game literally is like, I think, literally tomorrow. So I want to do the playoffs set up for NBA before the playoffs start instead of the day after it starts. So uh, that's why it's today. Uh, Time-wise is because I'm actually home for the week when I'm not in Baltimore because I am completely on Zoom uh, with my classes. So I wanted to take advantage of that with all that. So I, I can even do earlier and not just um, an earlier day, but also earlier time. Uh, so that's why this week's episode's a day earlier and uh, earlier timing-wise. Uh, but next week, it should the rest of it should be back to normal. Also, a heads up, next week's episode will probably be a video because I am uh, going to be on the road in, my, in Florida next week. Um, I probably plan, I hope to still do an episode next week, even though it is Pesach or my Pesach. Um, But the chances are it'll probably be a video, especially since I'm actually going to even, I'm hoping to go to a game even when I'm there uh, Wednesday night for uh, Cardinals Marlins. Um, But I don't know if I'm for sure going, but either way. Um, But either way, if there's an episode which I do hope to put out one, it would be a video and not a live stream. Um, so if there is one next week, expect a video. And I do also want to say one final note before I get into uh, this week's stuff is that I'm hoping in two weeks to try again with trying to get a guest on the podcast, uh, specifically the last week in April. Because the Cubs and Braves play each other that week. And I know of someone I could try to get. And he'd be like someone I'd really want to get. Like one I've been targeting for. It's a series I've been targeting and try to get a guest for. And I also have a plethora of options in that department if need be. But I'm real. I'm hoping to get some get a guest for the Cubs Braves. Uh, which is a few days after Pesach ends. Um, so that's just all the pre- uh, all the stuff I want to get out of the way before we get into, before getting into this week's 
uh, content. So, MLB officially started on Thursday. Welcome back to baseball, everyone. It feels good to have baseball back, especially when we didn't know what was going to be with the lockout. It's just a thrill to have it back and very much happy. And also another positive is the fact that a lot of prospects have been uh, getting called got called up for the opening day roster, which is huge. Some have produced, some not so much. Actually, most have produced, some not so much. Uh, but we'll get into it. So opening day actually started because of two games getting postponed. The Yankees-Red Sox game got postponed to Friday, and the Mariners-Twins game got postponed to Friday. So the Cubs-Brewers game was the first game, and this was a crazy back-and-forth game. Thank you for the person who liked the stream. Welcome. Uh, but anyways, uh, Brewers, this was a back-and-forth game the, between Hendricks and Burns, both pitching very good. Uh, Brewers struck first on a gr RBI ground out. Um, the Cubs tied it on a sack fly, which actually Suzuki scored it on that, uh, who's actually been really good so far. Uh, that day he had a hit and two walks. He had a three-run homer yesterday. We'll get into what happened yesterday. That's a different topic. Um, but he's been really so far so good for the Cubs. Uh, and then the Cubs took the lead on two-run homer by Nico Horner. The Brewers came back to tie it. The Cubs then got a two-run double from Ian Happ to take the lead. And even though the Brewers would squeeze in another run, it would not be enough for the Cubs to take an opening day win against the Brewers 5-4. Chris Martin getting recorded as the pit winning pitcher, the loss going to Aaron Ashby, and the save going to David Robertson, one of the new relievers for the Cubs in their bullpen. Um, so, and like, it was... It, well, I'll more go into details about the whole series and so on uh, later. But big part about it is Suzuki delivering so far for the Cubs. And it's just a good thing to see for me as a Cubs fan. Um, but yeah, Cubs won the, on opening day 5-4. Next game to talk about, the Guardians' first official game as the Cleveland Guardians. It was not at home, though. It was at Kansas City facing Bobby Witt Jr., who got called up to the opening day roster. And he actually delivered... He actually punched in the go-ahead RBI single to give Kansas City a lead. They would also tack on another run in a game that was tied at 1-1 before that, and they would go on to beat the Guardians 3-1. Scott Barlow getting credited with the win, lost going to Tristan McKenzie. But good for Bobby Witt. It was also his first hit and first RBI. Uh, great way to get your first hit in RBI. Uh, congrats to Bobby Witt. He's been actually, I think – Solid so far. Next game up, Cardinals-Pirates. This was not a contest. It was Cardinals all the way. Uh, Goldschmidt was like one over one with like four walks. Bayer O'Neill was right like at five REIs or four runs, four REIs, something like that. Like O'Neill came out and sent a message to the league that 2021 was no fluke. I am back and I'm back for good. Uh, as they completely dominate the Pirates, 9-0. Adam Wainwright potentially in his last year getting credited with the win, and JT Brubaker getting credited for the loss for Pittsburgh. Another note from this game, uh, though it didn't end up being much serious as he has played in a game since, uh, Brian Hayes went down, left the game early with an injury, but he is back. It's nothing uh, too serious. Mets-Nationals, this game did happen, but it got, had to get pushed back. Uh, because of the potential rain. And Tyler McGill absolutely was on his A game, shutting down the Nationals lineup, holding them to only one run. Uh, and the Mets were all were put up five runs uh, behind their new, all their new player, news players, Canna, uh, Marte, and Escobar have all been delivering for the Mets so far. And that's something the Mets very much are happy to be seeing that they're newest players are delivering off the bat. Great thing to see. McGill pitched well, which I don't know if anyone was even expecting him to pitch as well as he did. Pitching, I think, was like five shutout innings. Now I think about it, it might have been the bullpen that gave up that run. But either way, he got credited with the win, and Patrick Corbin got credited the loss. Mets won 5-1. Next game, the Atlanta Braves' first game 
as the defending World Series champions at home against the Reds. And this game, at, the score does not tell you the story of this game. The Reds were at one point up 6-1. to one. Braves made a bit of a rally late, but was not enough. Uh, Tyler Maley completely shutting down the Braves. Uh, he got credit with the win, lost going to Max Freed, and then the save going to Tony Santillian. Uh, but yeah, the score does not tell you the story. The final score was 6-3, but it does not tell you the story. You have to watch the highlights in order to know what actually happened. The second last game from opening day, the official opening day, as in Thursday, uh, Astros at Angels, which was, this was Otani's first game this year, and it wasn't that great. I mean, like, he only gave up, I think, like, one run, but, like, all right, no, he actually pitched well. Uh, he actually had a, f- but did not hit so good. Uh, well, there were the one of those uh, outs is actually over exaggerated call. Thought maybe to be a home run, but was not. Uh, Astros won on the back of Framber Valdez shutting down the Angels, and then their offense. Uh, Bregman having a home run and just clicking enough to get the win three one. Framber with the win, Shohei Otani the loss. And Brian Presley with a save as the Astros won that game three to one. And the last game on opening day of the official opening day, and this was the craziest: Padres at Diamondbacks. The Padres had a no hitter going through six for Darvish, and Darvish was taken out after the sixth. It got broken up in the seventh, and then at that point it was two nothing. And then the Diamondbacks got a run in the ninth. And then Seth Beer with a three-run walk-off home run to win 4-2 over the Padres in opening day. Yes, a team went from literally getting no hit through six innings to a three-run walk-off home run to win the game, which is crazy. And FYI, that's not even the only that wasn't the only no-hitter attempt the Padres had this weekend. Uh Joe Mantiply got the win for the Diamondbacks. Robert Suarez credited with the loss. Those are the games from specifically Thursday. Friday, kicked off with Yankees-Red Sox, and this was a classic Yankees-Red Sox game. Red Sox jumped out 3-0. Yankees on the back of two home runs, one by Stanton, and I want to say it was Mayhew. Maybe it was, I'm forgetting who it was, but tied it. The Red Sox regained the lead. Yankees retied it. Red Sox gained the lead back. Yankees retied it, and then Josh Donaldson, one of the newest Yankees, hit a walk-off single to give the Yankees a 6-5 win. Michael King getting credit for the win for New York, and Cutter Crawford getting credit for the loss for Boston. But this was your that was a, your classic Yankees-Red Sox game. White Sox at Tigers. This was interesting. The White Sox had grabbed like a three jumped out to a three nothing lead but then the Tigers came back to tie it by the eighth the White Sox retook the lead the Tigers tied it again both ties coming off the closer Liam Hendricks and then Javier Baez getting a walk off single the newest Tiger one of the new Tigers uh, to win it 5-4 which was almost not an RBI single Uh, originally it was called a fly out um, to AJ Pollock, but after replay, you clearly was able to see that it hit off the wall and then went in the glove. Which, if that happens, that's a hit. And so, after review, it's confirmed to hit. Tigers won 5 4. Gregory Soto credited with the limb. Liam Hendricks credited with the loss. Not uh, Oakland at Philly. Oakland put up a bit of a fight, but this is off Philly. It started with Kyle Schwarber solo home run, and they never looked back. They were just completely rocking uh, Oakland 9-5. Aaron Ola credited with the win. Frankie Montas credited with the loss in that one. Tampa Bay hosting the Orioles. This was actually a back-and-forth game. Uh, Tampa took the lead early. Baltimore then tied it. And then Tampa got a go-ahead sack fly from Francisco Mejia. And they would hold on to win it 2-1. Andrew Kittridge Kittridge credited with the win. Dylan Tate credit with the loss and the save going to Brooks Raley. The Cubs Brewers actually this uh, on Friday game they were supposed to play got postponed and so the pitching matchups got backed up a day. Um, 
their their game got postponed all the way till uh, May thirtieth. I don't know why it's not, it got postponed all the way till then instead of more recently, but I don't know. I'm not asking questions. That's just what they decided. Uh, anyways, back to regular, back to the games. Uh, Dodgers Rockies. This was a bit of a back and forth game. Uh, Freddie Freeman so far has not been uh, that great for LA. Uh, then again, KB has been a mixed bag for Colorado so far. Anyways, also, uh, but Dodgers were able to hold, pull off hold off enough to win five three. Walker Buehler credited with the win. Kyle Freeland credited with the loss, and Craig Kimbrell uh, getting a save. Oh yeah, the the Rockies actually pulled got. Uh, Pulled very close in in the ninth, but uh, Kimbrel was able to shut it down. Rays, uh, not Rays, Mariners at Twins. Mitch Haniger gave the Mariners a two-run homer that gave them the lead. And even though Minnesota would get a run back, that would be it. It would be enough to hold them off two to one. Robbie Ray absolutely shutting down the Twins lineup, getting credit with the win. Joe Ryan credit with the loss. Drew Stegenreiter getting credit with the save. Robbie Ray specifically in this game, seven innings, three hits, one run, all earned, four walks, and five strikeouts. Great way to make a statement in your first start with your new team. Giants at hosting the Marlins. This was a crazy game. Giants have the lead at point. Marlins tie it. Marlins had a bit of a lead. Giants tie it. And eventually Giants walked it off. Uh, I believe it was like in our... Bi like single or something, uh, winning this game six five. Jose Alvarez credited with the win. Anthony Bass credited with the loss. Mets at Nationals. This was Scherzer's first game against the Nationals with the Mets, and he had a pretty good game. I mean, he did give up all three runs, but the Mets did back him up with big offense once again, thanks to their newest additions, uh, big time stepping up in this game as they beat the Nationals seven to three. Scherzer got credit with the win. Josiah Gray got credit with the loss for Washington. The craziest game of Friday, the Blue Jays hosting the Rangers. The Rangers jumped out 7-0 through, like, I think it was a fourth. And, like, you'd think 7-0, game over. Nope. Then Blue Jays came all the way back to take a one-run lead. The Rangers eventually tied it. And then the Blue Jays took a two-run lead, and that would be enough. Winning this game 10 to 8. Adam Simber credited with the win. Dennis Santana credited with the loss. And Jordan Romano credited with the save. And if that doesn't scare you about Toronto, and technically they did actually, I mean, I, in, I'm even saying this, even with the fact that they did blow a big lead uh, yesterday, they blew like a 6 1 lead to Texas in the finale. If that doesn't show you that Toronto's legit, like, they're legit this year, and I think that's, like, the emphatic statement to uh, show it. They're going to be good. They're legitimate this year. Most likely going to win the division. Uh, we'll see what happens. Atlanta, in the second game against Cincinnati, they won this one 7-6. On the back of Charlie Morton, gang, who got the win. Reavers, San Martin, gained the loss. Uh, Kenley actually came in for the first time with Atlanta, Actually, almost blew this game, giving up three runs, but was barely able to hold on to get the seat, get shut down to get the Braves a win. And then the Astros and Angels, this was close back early on, but then the Astros just took the lead and never looked back. Winning this game 13 to 6, Rafael Montero with the win, Oliver Ortega with the loss. Uh, once the Astros took the lead in the fifth, that's when they tore, they basically had the game. And then Jeremy Pena actually having his first career home run late in this game with his parents there. The next game, Sean, the Padres, once again, their, their next pitcher, Sean Manaya, having a no-hitter through six, was taken out. No-hitter was eventually broken up. But this time, it did not fully come back to bite them, as they would win this game. 3 nothing. That was all the games from Friday. Quick recap. Re re going over the rest of the games. There were no other postponed games uh, over this time period. So this is next few games are Saturday. Rays beat the Orioles 5-3. Fleming with Josh Fleming with the win. Jordan Lyles with the loss. Andrew Kittridge with the save. White Sox beat the Tigers 5-2. 
Seat, Dylan Seascott, the win, Casey Mize with the loss, Aaron Bummer getting a save, the Mariners beating the Twins 4-3, and Andres Munoz with the win, Tyler Duffy with the loss, and Diego Castillo with the save, the Cardinals beating the Pirates 6-2, Cody Whitley the win, Mitch Keller the loss, the Cubs shutting out the Brewers, dominating Brandon Woodruff 9-0, Justin Steele who pitched a great game winning, getting the win, Brandon Woodruff getting the loss, Tech, Toronto beating Texas 4-3. This was a close game all the way through. Uh, Toronto barely able to hold on. Trevor Richards with the win. Brett Martin with the loss. And once again, Jerome Romano with the save. Philly beating Oakland 4-2 in a very, in a much closer game. Uh, closer context contest. Kyle Gibson with the win. Cole Irvin with the loss. And Corey Knabel with the save. Miami beating San Francisco 2-1. Uh, this was a back-and-forth game. Miami took the lead. San Francisco tied it, and then Miami took the lead for good. Stephen O'Kurt with the win. Jake McGee with the loss. And Anthony Bender with the save. The Yankees grabbed the second game against Boston, winning the series. They would not sweep. Spoiler. Uh, 4-2. Lucas Lukey, Lucas Lukey with the win. Nick Pavetta with the loss. And Aroldis Chapman with the save. The Royals... Winning in extra innings on a RBI on a walk-off RBI single from Alberto Mondesi won nothing. Colin Snyder with the win. Emmanuel Classe with the loss. The Mets would shut out the Nationals on the back of a grand slam from uh, Pete Alonso and Chris Bassett pitching a great game, winning five nothing. Bassett got the win. Just uh, Joan and Don getting the loss. The Braves. Beating the Reds 2-1, Kyle Wright got the win, Vladimir Gutierrez with the loss, and Will Smith with the save. The Rockies would win the second game against the Dodgers 3-2, Carlos Estevez getting the win, Blake Trinan getting the loss, Daniel Bard with the save. The Padres beating the Diamondbacks 5-2, Stephen Wilson the win, loss going to Ian Kennedy, save going to Taylor Rogers, and the last game from Saturday, <coughs> excuse me, the Angels beating the Astros 2-0. Th- Th- Noah Syndergaard getting the win, pitching a great game. Justin Verlander getting the loss. And then jo- Jose Iglesias getting the save. And then the games from Sunday, the last game to go over. Oakland beating Philly 4-1. Dalton Jeffries the win. Bailey, Bailey Falter the loss. Tampa Bay shutting out Baltimore 8-0. Jeffrey Springs the win. T- Tyler Wells the loss. White Sox beating down Detroit 10 to 1. Kyle Crick getting the win. Loss going to Tariq Skubal. The Mets lost the finale 4 to 2 to the Nationals. Kyle Finnegan the win. Loss going to Trevor Williams. And a save going to Tanner Rainey. The Reds won the finale against the Braves 6 3. Hunter Green dominant pitching in his first game uh, with a win. Uh, Ian Anderson with the loss. And a save going to Art Warren. Also, by the way, I uh, for, also forgot to mention other prospects that made their debuts uh, over opening day. Torkelson's not been, hasn't been doing that great uh, for Tigers so far. Um, Julio Rodriguez has been solid, nothing crazy. Hunter Green had a great start for the Reds. Um, and I'm trying to remember. I think that's mostly it. Um, but anyways, getting back to, I just wanted to mention the, pro, the those prospects. The uh, Rangers won the finale 12-6. Brock Berkey with a win. Jordan Merriweather with a loss. They came back in that game from 6-1 to, um, to, to win, and they held on throughout the rest of the game. Guardians finally got their first win as the Cleveland Guardians, winning over the Royals in the finale 17-3. Cal Quantrill with the win. And Chris Bubik with the loss. Carlos uh Oscar Mercado had a grand slam, and that was a key part in that win for the Guardians. Twins won the finale 10-4 on the back of Gary Sanchez slam, and Carlos Correa having his first home run as a twin. Bailey 10-4 as they won that game 10-4. Bailey over with a win. Miguel Gonzalez with the loss. The Pirates won the finale against Cardinals 9-4. Miguel Yadjur getting the win, and Steven Matz getting the loss. The Brewers coming back from down 3-0 off uh, uh, Seiya Suzuki three-run home run, at coming back to win that game to win the finale against Cubs five-four. Brad Boxberger with the win, Daniel Norris with the loss, and Josh Hader with the save. The Dodgers 
were not able to win the finale against the Rockies and losing the finale 9-4. This was not like a close game really at all much. Uh, Joe's Chassin with the win. Uh, Julio Urias with the loss and save going to Ty, Ty Bloch. The Marlins losing the finale of the Giants 3-2. Jarlin Garcia with the win. Trevor Rogers with the loss and the save going to Dominic Leone. The Astros won the finale against the Angels 4-1. Jose Arquiti with the win. Jose Suarez with the loss and Ryan Presley with save. The Padres winning the finale against the Diamondbacks 10-5. Win going to Austin Adams. Loss going to Caleb Smith. And then the last game to go over Sunday Night Baseball, which was a crazy game between the Yankees and Red Sox, with the go-ahead home run coming off Bobby Dalbeck to win 4-3 for the Red Sox. Cutter Crawford with a win. Clark Schmidt with a loss. Jake Diekman with the save. And that is the weekly recap for baseball. To give this first-ever standings, <laughs> no real update because it's just really like the standings so far. Tampa Bay, Bay Rays, the only undefeated team right now in the MLB, up top at in the AL East at 3-0 on a three-game win streak, followed by the Yankees, who are 2-1 on a one-game losing streak, followed by 2-1 Blue Jays on a one-game losing streak, followed by the 1-2 Orioles on a one-game win streak, followed by the 1-2 Red Sox on a one-game win streak. Red Sox might actually be... Uh, I'm just realizing. Red Sox might actually be... Uh, First, I mean, ahead of Baltimore. Let me see. Now I realize. Yeah, Baltimore's own three. I mixed that up. Uh, with them being on a three-game losing streak, they're in four, fifth place. Red Sox are in fourth place, one and two on one-game win streak. Sorry about that mix-up. Uh, only just realize that now. Not sure why I didn't realize that until now, but it happens. Give me one second here. Okay, now we're good. We're hopefully good for now. Good for now, at least. Uh, for the AL Central, the White Sox are in first place, two and one on a two-game win streak, followed by the two and one Royals. On one game losing streak, followed by the one and two Guardians on a one game win streak, followed by the one and two Tigers on a two game losing streak, and followed by the one and two Twins on a one game win streak. AL West standings: Astros in first place, three and one on one game losing streak. Seattle's two and one on two game win streak, followed by in second place, followed by the Oakland A's in third place, one and two on one game win streak, followed by the one and two Texas Tech Rangers in fourth place on a two game losing streak, followed by the one and two Angels who are on a one-game losing streak. That's the standings for the AL. By the way, for baseball, until like the end, I will be going through just divisional standing. Because division doesn't matter in the sport, unlike basketball. In the NL East, uh, starting off in the NL, NL East, the Mets are first place, 3-1 and one on one-game losing streak, followed by the 2-1 Phillies with a, on a one-game losing streak, followed by the 2-2 Braves on a one-game losing streak, followed by the one and two Marlins on a one-game losing streak, followed by the one and three Nationals on a one-game winning streak. And then all Central, the Cubs are up top in the Central, two and one on one-game losing streak, followed by the two and one Cardinals on a one-game losing streak, followed by the two and two, <coughs> excuse me, uh, two and two Reds on a one-game winning streak, followed by the one and two Brewers on a one-game win streak, and then followed by the one and two Pirates on a one-game winning streak. And then the final standings up, final standings. Then a West San Diego Padres were three and one on a three-game win streak, followed by the two and one Rockies on the two-game win streak, followed by the two and one Giants on the one-game win streak, followed by the one and two Dodgers on a two-game win losing streak, followed by the Diamondbacks who are one and three on a three-game losing streak. And that is the standings update. And then I'm just gonna go over tonight's schedule of games uh, with who, with the starters. Uh, one thing I do want to check because there was one question mark. Last I had checked. Okay, so there's still a question mark. Okay. Um, but tonight's schedule, the Guardians uh, still have one last game against the Royals. Aaron Tavali pitching for Cleveland. Carlos Hernandez pitching for Kansas City. That game starts at 2-10 today. Uh, in a few hours, actually. 
Just give me one second. The, Pi- the Pirates have one more game against the Cardinals. Zach Thompson pitching for them. Dakota Hudson pitching for the Cardinals. That game starts at 2.15. The Brewers travel to Baltimore for the first game of their set against the Orioles. The game starts at 3.05. Adrian Hauser pitching for Milwaukee. Bruce Zimmerman pitching for Baltimore. The Rockies go travel to Texas to face the Rangers. That game will start at 4.05 p.m. Austin Gomper pitching for Colorado. Taylor Hearn pitching for Texas. The Red Sox travel to Detroit to face the Tigers. Michael Walker pitching for Boston. Matt Manning pitching for the Tigers. That game starts at 5.10 p.m. The old Athletics travel to Tampa to face so far the only undefeated the well not so far. The only undefeated team at this point, Tampa Bay Rays. That game starts at 6 40 p.m. Luis Patino pitching for Tampa. Paul Blackburn pitching for, for Oakland. The Mets go to Philly to face the Philadelphia to face the Phillies. Tywin Walker pitching for them. Ranger Suarez pitching for the Phillies. That game starts at 6 45 p.m. The Blue Jays come to New York to face the Yankees. Alec Manoa pitching for that for the Blue Jays. Jameson Tyone pitching for the Yankees. That game starts at 7.05. The Nationals going to Atlanta to face the Braves. The National starter is to be announced. It was said to be Anibal Sanchez, but that was changed. Uh, Braves starters could be Oscar. You know what? That game starts at 7.20. The Mariners play one more game against the Twins. Chris Flexen pitching for them. Dylan Bundy pitching for Minnesota. That game starts at 7.40. Miami going to L.A. to face the Angels. Elias Hernandez starting for them. Michael Lorenzen starting for the Angels. That game starts at 9.38 p.m. And then the last game today is going to be the Padres going to San Francisco to face Giants. Nick Martinez pitching for San Diego. Alex Wood pitching for San Francisco. That game starts at 9.45. And as the MLB recap for this point, a lot pretty crazy so far. We'll see as it goes along uh, how how things start to go, whether teams are going to start going up or going down. We'll see it as it goes along. The last NBA weekly recap of regular season. Uh, Obviously, we'll still do it as the playoffs go along as that starts this coming week. For the East, Philly went 3-1 in this time period, winning on Tuesday at Indiana 131-122, losing on Thursday at Toronto 119-114, winning on Saturday at home against Indiana 133-120, and winning on Sunday at home against Detroit 118-106. Indiana in this time period went 0-3, losing on Tuesday at home against Philly 131-122, losing on Saturday at Philadelphia 133-120, and then losing on Sunday at Brooklyn 134-126. Cleveland on this time period went 1-2, losing on Tuesday at Orlando 121-15, losing on Friday at Brooklyn 118-107, and winning on Sunday at home against Milwaukee 133-115. Orlando in this time period went 2-1, winning on Tuesday at home against Cleveland 121-15, losing on Thursday at Charlotte 128-101, and winning on Sunday yesterday at home against Miami 125-111. By the way, every team's last game was yesterday. So every team had a game yesterday. <clears throat> that was the last day of the regular season. Brooklyn in this time period went 4-0, winning on Tuesday at home against Houston 118-105, winning on Wednesday at New York, at the Knicks 1-10-98, winning on Friday at home against Cavs 118-107, and winning yesterday at home against Indiana 134-126. Charlotte in this time period went 3-1, losing on Tuesday at Miami 144-115, winning on Thursday at home against Orlando 128-101, Winning on Friday at home at at the Bulls 133-117. And winning on Sunday at home against the Wizards 124-108. Miami in this time period went 2-1. Winning on Tuesday at home against Charlotte 144-115. Winning on Friday at home against Atlanta 133-113-109. And losing yesterday at Orlando 125-111. Atlanta in this time period went 2-2. Losing on Tuesday at Toronto 118-108. Winning on Wednesday at home against Washington, 118-103. Losing on Friday at Miami, 113-109. And losing, winning yesterday at Houston, 131-14. Toronto in this time period went 3-1. Winning on Tuesday at home against Atlanta, 118-108. Winning on Thursday at home against Philly, 119-114. Winning on Friday at home against the Rockets, 117-115. And winning and losing yesterday at the Knicks 105 to 94. The Bucks in this time period went three and one, losing, winning on Tuesday at home at the Bulls 127 106, 
Luke winning on Thursday at home against Boston, 127-121. Winning on Friday at Detroit, 131-101. And then losing on yesterday at Cleveland, 133-115. The Bulls in this time period went 1-3, losing on Tuesday at home against the Bucks, 127-106. Losing on Wednesday at home against Boston, 117-94. Losing on Friday at home against Charlotte, 133-117. And winning yesterday at Minnesota, 124-124. 120. Washington in this time period went 2-2, two two, winning on Tuesday at Minnesota, 132-114. Losing on Wednesday at Atlanta, 118-103. Winning on Friday at Washington, 114-92. And losing on Sunday at the Hornets, 124-108. Detroit in this time period went 0-3, losing on Wednesday at home against Mavericks, 131-113. Losing on Friday at home against Milwaukee, 131-101. And losing yesterday at Philly, 118-106. Pitt Knicks in this time period went one and two, losing on Wednesday at Brooklyn at home against Brooklyn 110-98. Losing on Friday at home. That's a typo. One second. Losing at Washington. One fourteen ninety two and winning on Sunday at home against Toronto one oh five to ninety-four. Last team in the East to go through the Boston Celtics in this time period went two and one winning on Wednesday at the Bulls one seventeen ninety-four. Losing on Thursday at Milwaukee, 127-121, and winning yesterday at Memphis, 139-110. That is a recap for the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs for all their last games going into of the regular season. For the Western Conference, the, at, at the Rockets went 0-3 in this time period, losing at Brooklyn on Tuesday, 118-105, losing on Friday at Toronto, 117-115, winning, losing on Sunday at home against Atlanta, 130-114. The Timberwolves in the same time period went 1-2, losing on Tuesday at home against Washington, 132-114. Winning on Thursday at home against the Spurs, 127-121. Losing on yesterday at home against the Bulls, 124-120. Portland in this time period went 0-4, losing on Tuesday at OKC, 98-94. Losing on Thursday at New Orleans, 127-94. Losing on Friday at Dallas, 128-78. And losing on Sunday at home against Utah, one eleven to eighty. Oklahoma City Thunder went one three in this time period, losing, winning on Tuesday at home against Portland, one ninety eight ninety four. Losing on Wednesday at Utah, one thirty seven one zero one. Losing on Friday at the Lakers, one twenty one zero no one. And losing yesterday at the Clippers, one thirty eight to eighty eight. The Spurs in this time period went one three, winning on Tuesday at home at Denver, one sixteen ninety seven. Losing on Thursday at Minnesota, 127-121. Winning on fr- losing on Friday at home against the Warriors, 194. And then losing yesterday to the Mavericks, 130-120. The Nuggets in this time period went 1-2, losing on Tuesday at home against the Spurs, 116-97. Winning on Thursday at Memphis, one at home against Memphis, 122-109. Losing on Sunday at home against the Lakers, 146-141 in overtime. Grizzlies in this time period went 1-3, losing on Tuesday at Utah, 121-115. Losing on Thursday at Denver, 122-109. Losing, winning on Saturday at home against the Pelicans, 141-114. And then losing on Sunday yesterday at home against the Celtics, 139-110. Utah in this time period went 3-1. 3-1, winning on Tuesday at home against the Grizzlies, 121-115 in overtime. Winning at home against the Thunder, 137-131. Losing at home against Phoenix, 110-105. And then yesterday, winning at Portland, 111-80. Pelicans in this time period went 2-2. Two two, winning on Tuesday at Sacramento, 123-109. Winning on Thursday at home against Portland, 127-194. Losing on Saturday at Memphis, 141-114, and then losing yesterday at home against the Warriors, 128-107. The Kings in this time period went 1-2, losing on Tuesday 
at home against Pelicans, 123-109, losing on Saturday at the Clippers, 117-98, and winning yesterday at Phoenix, 116-109. The Lakers in this time period went 2-2, losing on Tuesday at Phoenix, 121-110, which officially eliminated them from the playoffs. Losing on Thursday at Golden State, 128-112, winning on Friday at home against the Thunder, 120-101, and winning yesterday at Denver, 146-141 in overtime. The Suns in this time period went 2-2, winning on Tuesday at home against Lakers, 121-110, losing on Wednesday at the Clippers, 113-109, winning on Friday at Utah, 111-105, and losing yesterday at home against the Kings, 116-109. The Mavericks in this time period went 3-0, winning on Wednesday at Detroit, 131-113, winning on Friday at home against Portland, 128-78, and winning on Sunday at home against San Antonio, 130-120. The Clippers in this time period went 3-0, winning on Wednesday at home against Phoenix, 113-109, winning on Saturday at home against Sacramento, 117-98, and winning on Sunday at home against the Thunder, 138-88. And last thing to go over in the Western Conference, for the weekly recap of the regular season, the Warriors went 3-0 in this time period, winning on Tuesday at home against the Lakers, 128-112, winning on Saturday at the Spurs, 194, and winning yesterday at New Orleans, 128-107. And that is the final recap of the regular season games for the NBA this year. Wow. Good to be done with the weekly recaps for the regular season. Going to give the final standings updates for each, and then we'll get into the playoffs talk. Final standings in the East. Miami's the one seed, 53-29, a one-game losing streak. Ended on a one-game, well, ended on a one-game losing streak. Boston is the two seed, 51-31, ending on a one-game losing streak. Milwaukee, the three seed, 51-31, on ending on a one-game losing streak. Philly, 51 and 31 is the four seed, ending on a two-game win streak. Toronto, fifth seed, 48 and 34 on a one-game, ending on a one-game losing streak. And then the Bulls, sixth seed, ending on a one-game winning streak, 46 and 36. That is all for the firm playoff spots. The play-in games, Brooklyn, the play-in game seeds are officially Brooklyn is the seventh seed, 44 and 38, ended on a four-game win streak. Cleveland, 30, 44 and 38 on one game win streak as the eight seed. Nine seed being Atlanta, 43 and 39 on one game winning streak. As, and then 10 seed being Charlotte, 43 and 39, ending on a three game win streak. I will explain the playing game uh, when we get to that, to my predictions. And then the teams that were eliminated, final records Knicks ended on a two game win streak, 37 and 45. The Clipper, the Wizards, and 35 and 47 ending on a three game losing streak. Indiana 25 and 57 ending on a 10 game losing streak. And then Detroit 23 and 59 ending on a three game losing streak. And then Orlando 22 and 60 ending on a one game winning streak. And then the West Phoenix is the one seed 64 and 18 ending on a one game losing streak. Memphis is the two seed at 56 and 26 ending on a one game losing streak. Golden State three seed 53 and 29 ending on a five game win streak. Dallas, the four seed, 52 and 30, ending on a four game win streak. Utah, the fifth seed, 49 33, ending on a one game win streak. Denver, the sixth seed, 48 and 34, ending on a one game losing streak. Those are the firm playoff spots. And then for the playing game seeds, are as follows Minnesota, the seventh seed, 46 and 36, that ended on a one game losing streak as the seventh seed. Eighth seed being the Clippers, 42 and 40, who ended on a five game win streak. <coughs> Excuse me. 19 being the Pelicans, 36 and 46, ending on a two game losing streak. And then the Spurs, the 10 seed, 34 and 48, ending on a three game losing streak. And then for the eliminated teams, Lakers, 33 and 49, ending on a two game win streak. Kings, 30 and 52, and ending on a one game winning streak. Portland, 27 and 55, ending on an 11 game losing streak. Oklahoma City, Thunder, 24 and 58, ending on a three game losing streak. And then Houston, 20 and 62, ending on a seven game losing streak. And that is the final standings update for the regular season of the NBA. So the play-in schedule, which officially will start tomorrow, kicks off with the eighth-seeded Cavs facing the seventh-seed Brooklyn Nets. That game will start at 7 p.m., and that will be on TNT. And this is how the play-in game works. For the seven-eight-seed game, the winner automatically is a seventh-seed and faces the two-seed. And the loser still remains to try to get that eighth seed. They and they and they play the loser of the nine and ten game of that conference. 
And then the second game on the 12th yet tomorrow will be the other 7-8 seed game, the Clippers and the Timberwolves. Timberwolves being 7, Clippers being 8. That game will start at 9.30 on TNT. Wednesday will be the 9-10 and 10 seeded games. The first being the East, Eastern Conference game between Charlotte and Atlanta. That game at Atlanta will start at 7 p.m. on ESPN. And then the Spurs as a 10 seed facing going at New Orleans facing the Pelicans, who are the 19. That will start at 9.30 on ESPN. And then the Eastern Conference game will be first if in for the not for the eighth seed. And then the Western Conference, those times are undetermined right now. The Eastern Conference game will be on ESPN. The Western Conference game will be on TNT. So that's how the schedule is for the playing games, and that's how the playing game system works. Here is my official predictions, and I'm going to be giving for the full bracket this time for NBA. And I plan to do that every year for NBA. Um, I may still do round by round depending on how it works uh, out with each podcast episode, but and I will give record predictions record based on my overall bracket. Uh, we'll see how it goes. But here's my official predictions for the NBA playoffs in 2022. And I am going to be giving my predictions of how many games I think the series will go. Okay, now it's good. So, for the playing games specifically, I have Brooklyn being the 7th seed in the East. I have the Clippers being the 8th seed in 17 in the West. I have Atlanta winning... And I have New Orleans winning. So that means Atlanta facing Cleveland and New Orleans facing the Timberwolves. I have Atlanta becoming the eighth seed and New Orleans becoming the eighth seed. Those are for the playing games. First round, Miami, the one seed, facing the eight-seeded Atlanta Hawks. I have Miami winning in five. Boston, the two seed facing the seven seed. Brooklyn, I have Boston in six. My Milwaukee facing the Bulls. Milwaukee being three seed, Bulls being the six seed. Even though I'd love to say the Bulls win the series, I don't think they're going to. I have the Bucks in five, and then Philly at, facing Toronto. Philly the four seed, Toronto the five seed. Philly in four, and then the Western Conference of the first round. I have Phoenix. If Phoenix is the one seed versus New Orleans being the eight seed, I have Phoenix in four. Memphis, two-seed two Memphis versus the seven-seed Clippers. I have Memphis in six. Three-seed Warriors versus six-seed Nuggets. I have Warriors in six. And the Mavericks, four-seed versus the fifth-seed Jazz. I have Mavericks in six. Semifinals would be, per my predictions, I would have a Heat one top-seed Heat versus four-seed six 76ers. I have Miami in seven. Boston versus Milwaukee, I have Boston in seven. Boston being the two seed, Milwaukee being the three seed. And then the Western Conference, Phoenix the one seed facing the four seed. Mavericks, I have Phoenix in five. And then two seed Memphis versus three seed Warriors, I have Memphis in seven. And then the conference finals, I would have, it would be Miami, top seed Miami versus two seed Boston, I have Miami in six. And then one seed Suns versus two seed Grizzlies, I have Phoenix in seven. And then my NBA finals prediction is Phoenix over Miami in six. And as my NBA playoffs prediction, let me know your predictions in the live chat or the comments below where you may agree, where you may disagree. Let me know what you think about it. And let me know in the comments. I'm open to hear other people's predictions. Maybe you don't like my predictions and have other opinion, have other directions uh, towards your predictions for the NBA playoffs. Let me know. I want to know other people's predictions as well. Last thing to go over is if, Whatever there, what if there's any NFL stuff uh, that's happened since? Uh, I'm just gonna skim through the article I use and just see if there's any thing to note. If not, we'll just call it there. Oh yeah, the Browns did bring back um, 
Well, who was it that they brought back? It's not in the article I'm using, but I do remember this, and I wanted to mention it since I do remember it. Um, who was it that they brought back? One second. Here we are. Uh, they brought back Ron Ronnie Harrison, who's like a safety that they had last year. who was pretty good, nothing crazy, but nice to have him brought back. They also did sign uh, punter Corey Bajorquez on a free age. Uh, I think it was like a one-year deal. Oh, yeah, also former Steelers, former Commanders, and former Ohio State QB Dwayne Haskins sadly passed away this week, age of 24, in a car crash. Uh, I'm, like, kind of sad, but also I think he had, like, some sort of, uh, like, not good thing happened recently. So I'm, like, kind of sad about it, but kind of not. Rest in peace, though, especially for, and condolences to the family. Either way. Yeah, I think that was pretty much it for NFL. That is this week's review for the NFL. And that is this week's pod episode of the podcast. So let's wrap things up. Thank you, everybody, so much for coming back for this week's episode of Benny in the Boots podcast. On next week's episode, which will be a video, not live, we have more MLB. We'll have the MLB games to go over. We'll have NBA playoffs to start going over, and potentially any more NFL news that can happen as we are getting closer and closer to the NFL draft at the end of this month. Thank you so much for watching. Subscribe if you're new down below and turn the notification bell so you're notified when I go live and or post a video. Thanks for watching. See you next week. See you next week via video, via stream. See you in two weeks. Bye-bye.